Welcome. You're listening to Ask the Doulas, a podcast where we talk to experts from all over the country about topics related to pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and early parenting. Let's chat. Hello, Amanda and Katie. So nice to see you both via Zoom. Hello. How long have you two been back working together at the office? Um, well, yeah, it's been a kind of a crazy year. So we're off from the clinic March, end of March through, well, I was through June. I think you were back mm-hmm. June-ish time. So yeah, I had the summer and some of the fall got kind of off and on as well, but we're back, back now at it. I know it's nice to see people again. So Amanda and Katie are physical therapists with Hulse Jepson. Um, I will let you both kind of introduce yourselves and then we'll get into it. Okay. Awesome. My name is Amanda Seymour, and I've been a physical therapist for about five years. Um, two years actually coming up in a couple of days with Hall Steps and physical therapy, which I absolutely love. Yeah, I, I love working with the whole body from toes to nose, but I would say more specializing in the women's health, pelvic floor rehab. Um, started taking classes around that topic about three and a half years ago. Um, Herman and Wallace is a company that a lot of us physical therapists have gotten our continuing education from for public floor rehab. And yeah, it was just one of those things throughout grad school I never thought I would get into. But um, talking with friends once I was a physical therapist and realizing, man, a lot of my friends have had kids and now have pelvic pain or incontinence um, and realizing I want to do something to help them and I don't have the tools to do that yet. So yeah, I jumped on board with that about three and a half years ago. And it's been fun being a therapist for sure. And my passion is just to help people. And I'm Katie Thomas. I've been a physical therapist for nearly 10 years. And I started noticing in my practice that a lot of women with back pain, pelvic pain, tailbone pain were improving with regular physical therapy, but not fully recovering. It was like that last 10 to 20% of them reaching their goals just wasn't quite there. And often as treatment would go on and we would get to know each other, these women would start to mention urinary leaking or pain with sex or other pelvic issues. And I would try to get them into a pelvic floor physical therapist, but the waiting list would be like two to three months, which really just kind of broke up their care in an awkward way. And so that's when I knew I needed to learn more about the pelvic floor and be able to treat these patients myself. So I've also taken classes with Herman and Wallace just like Amanda has. And I've been doing pelvic floor physical therapy for the last two years. And it's just been really cool to see women get more control of their bladder, be able to enjoy sex again, and just so much more that we touch on, which is really cool. So I think there's a lot of unknowns with physical therapy. I always assumed physical therapy was something you went to after you got in an accident or you had surgery, you know, like you said, like shoulders or ankles. Um, I never really realized it's like, you know, you go to the chiropractor, you go to your doctor. It's just like anyone can go for any ailment really. And then I found out about pelvic floor physical therapy and I was like, what? Are you kidding me? Like, how do, how do women not know about this? So, um, I guess, how do you, how do you reach people? Like, how do we even, I think that's, I guess that's the biggest question for, any business, right? Is like, how do you reach your target market market and how do you educate people? And I feel like women just need to be educated that you even exist. Yeah. That's a huge point. Cause I know in other countries, pelvic floor rehab is 
probably much more well-known. It's part of like the daily, especially postpartum, for example, like their six-week checkup with their OB, gyno, you know, it's like, hey, you're doing good. Baby's doing good. Or, hey, you have these symptoms. Um, we need to send you to PT. In some even, they don't have symptoms. They're like, hey, you need to go to PT, pelvic floor re- rehabilitation, just to make sure everything is okay down there after baby because things happen and you may not realize it till months down the road or years down the road that we get a help with right away off that. Um, yeah, I think that's yeah. really common in France, but not quite as much here. And thankfully in West Michigan, we're getting quite a, um, quite a few more uh, gynecologists, OBs who are screening for issues and are really good at referring their patients to pelvic floor physical therapy. And there's been some great pelvic floor therapists in the area who've also done advertising and spoken with these doctors and really gotten things rolling in West Michigan. And so then I think also women are more comfortable talking to their friends and realizing like, oh, there is, there are a lot of people who are having issues with their pelvic floor. I'm not the only one. And there actually are things I can do about it. So what is this? You mentioned a screening, like let's say at your OB, like what is a screening? What do they screen for? um, And what does that look like? Ooh, at the OB, exactly. I think it depends. I mean, I know I've had some patients that are like, oh, we just chatted and you know, they asking about asking yeah leaking or having a pain or anything like that yeah I think depending if there's like trauma during birth they do maybe more of external internal screen I mean some patients I know they chatted more so um and nothing in regards to let's say an, an internal pelvic floor assessment was done um and that's something we'll definitely chat on in a little bit here kind of as women's health physical therapist pelvic floor um, specialists, like what we can provide that maybe, Hey, your 20 minute appointment with your OB, maybe not, you can't touch on that in that time, but Hey, we can have a full hour evaluation and sessions after that we've become like kind of a team to work together on what's going on with your symptoms. Um, and that's where I can now too kind of even explain what pelvic floor therapy is. Cause I know yeah. you said, hey, we're so familiar with, you know, ankle physical therapy or shoulder rehab and um, actually pelvic floor. What, what even is that? And women's health physical therapy is another term that we see a lot. And that's definitely a big umbrella term. Even like males are part of that women's health therapy world. Um, We do have a clinic or two. Mostly we have, if a patient is wondering, okay, if it's a male looking for pelvic floor help, just call one of our offices and they can lead you to the right clinic here at the East Grand Rapids clinic. Katie and I um, don't treat males, but we do have women's health physical therapists who do within the company. Um, But yeah, it includes basically anything in regards to, it can include the low back, pelvis, sacred iliac joint, um, tailbone, like coccyx pain, um, pain with intercourse, Pain just in the pelvis. We see patients with like endometriosis, have spasms in the pelvic floor. So um, it it can be pregnant females. It can be postpartum, old, young. Um, we treat here probably anyone above 16, 18. We don't have, I think, I hate to say this, but the company, I don't think we have anyone pediatric certified. I think we do have people who are doing pediatrics out at the Hudsonville office. 
but we don't do any pediatrics here at our East Grand Rapids location. Right. Yeah. So it does touch on every age because the pelvic floor is, they are muscles. Um, and that I think I can go into, right. I know it's a lot of information, but, um, it's muscles and we treat any muscle in the body. So, um, and it's function as these muscles basically are sitting in this pelvis, like a bowl, um, they provide support for your pelvis. They support, provide support for the whole body. Um, they're there for sphincter control, meaning they, hey, they close around any opening. Your urethra or urine comes out of it, closes around that, closes around the vaginal canal, closes around the rectum. Um, it provides just stability of the pelvis too. It provides for that sexual experience. Um, and obviously with posture and breathing, it's a huge piece of which we'll touch base on as well. So we really try to tell patients that like, hey, you may not have heard much about your pelvic floor, but really it is just bo like bony prominence around this, mu this muscle group. It's just the same as your bicep or tricep, but you just can't see it. <laughs> so that's where it's kind of more foreign to people. Yeah. And once again, I mean, everyone has a pelvic floor, but we're more focusing on women at this clinic. So women who are having urinary leaking for no reason, women who are having leaking with coughing, laughing, jumping, having urinary frequency, constipation, that's a big one, diarrhea, organ prolapse. So when your um, uterus or your bladder might not be exactly sitting where it needs to be and you get a lot of heaviness in your pelvis, um, pelvic pain, we see people during pregnancy, after pregnancy, women of any age. So there are so many different um, women that we're trying to reach out to. Hey, Alyssa here. I'm just popping in to tell you about our course called Becoming. Becoming a mother is your guide to a confident pregnancy and birth, all in a convenient six-week online program. From birth plans to sleep training and everything in between, you'll gain the confidence and skills you need for a smooth transition to motherhood. You'll get live coaching calls, with Kristen and myself, a bunch of expert videos, including chiropractic care, pelvic floor physical therapy, mental health experts, breastfeeding, and much more. You'll also get a private Facebook community with other mothers going through this at the same time as you to offer support and encouragement when you need it most. And then of course, you'll also have direct email access to me and Kristen, in addition to the live coaching calls. If you'd like to learn more about the course, you can email us at info at goldcoastdoulas.com or check it out at thebecomingcourse.com. We'd love to see you there. I'm trying to remember what brought me initially to your office. And I think it was, I had some swollen lymph nodes in that pelvic area. And then as I got to talking, Joellen was there at the time we started talking and, um, you know, you just kind of learn like, okay, oh yeah, I, yeah, I do, um, have a hard time doing jumping jacks when I work out or I don't, I can't really run very far or fast anymore. And, um, I ended up doing some pelvic floor physical therapy with her in addition to the lymph node stuff. And it was kind of mind blowing, like what I didn't know about my body, you know, like it's just amazing what they don't teach you in school, but learning about, like you said, breathing. And then she did an internal exam. And I think you, you two should talk about that. Cause I think that might be intimidating for some women. Um, 
but it was really easier than my, you know, annual gynecological exam. But the, what she, the things she taught me, the techniques she taught me, I can still do anytime. And it's not just a Kegel. It's so different from what my mom used to do and told me to do. Um, and that I learned and correct me if I'm wrong, but you can do Kegels like too much or the wrong way and actually kind mm-hmm. of have the worst outcome. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that talk is ab- definitely correct. Talk about the difference. Cause you, you mentioned breathing and that was a big part of what I learned the breathing. Um, and then maybe talk about that versus a Kegel, which everyone else thinks about. Um, and then maybe talk about what an internal exam looks like. Yeah. So we're going to get more into some of the breathing actually, as we talk about incontinence in our okay. next like podcast section. So we're going to okay. cover continents completely there. So we can save that question for that because it's a pretty big topic actually going into breathing. Um, But Amanda is definitely going to talk about like what to expect from a pelvic floor visit because we do know that it can be a scary experience kind of not knowing what's it going to look like. Yeah, definitely. And the fact that, yeah, Kegel, right, wrong. And I think that's where pelvic floor therapy can come into play um, to say, Hey, yeah, if you really have a tight pelvic floor and that's what we, we kind of help you discover to find out during the internal assessment, Hey, is the pelvic floor tight? Is that, is it weak? Is it boggy? I guess you could use that term, um, to know, Hey, should you be someone doing a pelvic floor activation, AKA a Kegel, um, or are you someone that should actually be trying to let those tissues kind of stretch and relax? Um, cause that's where I think people get into trouble. They say, Hey, yeah, I watched this YouTube and I, I tried all the Kegels in all these different ways. It's like, Oh, well shoot. Like actually we need you to help. We call it like down regulation, um, kind of relax that pelvic floor. And that's where an internal pelvic floor assessment does. It, it does have a huge advantage to kind of say, Hey, we can, we can teach you about your pelvic floor during the internal assessment. We learn a lot about the pelvic floor of you to be able to, Hey, this is the correct plan of care. Um, but I will say not everyone is comfortable with an internal pelvic floor assessment and we are totally fine with that. Um, there are external releases that we can do on more of the global structures to help release the pelvic floor. If we think it's too tight, um, or using those global structures to help kind of activate the pelvic floor too. But, um, typically, when someone comes in for an evaluation session, we get 60 minutes with you, and um, we definitely take a lot of time for history and getting to know you to build that rapport um, and to become a team at that point. Um, we don't necessarily say, okay, we're diving in into an internal assessment right away. Um, it might not just be the right day or right time, and maybe something about your symptoms is really emotional, and that first day just needs to be comfort level coming into the clinic. Um and starting you off with a lot of education and with your first home exercise program. Um, but if we say, hey, if you're interested in an internal assessment, let's let's go for it and if you feel comfortable with it. So typically we would say, hey, when you come to the clinic, wear stretchy clothes because we can kind of feel and see. I should say more so feel, get a good glimpse of how the pelvis is moving or the back or the hips. Um, and then when it comes to the internal part, um, basically, we set up the physical therapy mat table. We have a pelvic floor room um, here at the clinic just dedicated to our pelvic floor patients. We try to make it really comfortable, 
with artwork, you know, essential oils, try to make you feel as calm as possible. Um, and we make try to make this space yours. So we don't have stirrups. Um, we don't use a speculum, anything like that. It is just a gloved hand with a single digit that we actually use to kind of insert into that vaginal opening very carefully, very gently. And we look for your response right away. Painful, not painful. If we're doing okay, then we say, okay, here's the right side of your pelvic floor. I'm touching that muscle. And that way you can kind of build a 3D image in your head, what your pelvic floor actually looks like, which I think is really helpful. During my first um, lab experience with um, the course I went to, I was really nervous. Um, Here's a stranger just, you know, assessing my pelvic floor. Um, But afterwards I was like, wow, like I just feel so much more confident about how to relax my pelvic floor, how to activate my pelvic floor. Who knew that I had a deep hip muscle way back there and someone was able to say, here it is. And now I, I just have that knowledge of my body so much more. Um, so I think it's it's helpful for anyone, um, even with someone who doesn't have symptoms, just to know where their pelvic floor is. But definitely if you're having symptoms, I think it's really helpful, I think just emotionally to know where your pain is coming from or why you have symptoms because it's overwhelming when if you're leaking or have pain with intercourse and the first thought is what's wrong with me and there's nothing wrong with you it's just hey these are muscles and something's just not working right now but we can help you get those to work yeah I've seen a lot of women who are having pain with sexual activity and it's starting to feel to them like it's just kind of in their head and so doing an internal exam can be very helpful because we can go in and actually touch one of the muscles or several of the muscles that are giving them issues and say, here, you're not crazy. You feel how this is sore, just like your neck muscle can be sore. You're normal. This is something we can work through. Here's how we can fix it. Yeah. And I'll say follow-up sessions. Um, Sometimes, yeah, we say, hey, I think another internal treatment would be helpful or, you know, we'll touch base to a little bit what, what other treatment techniques are there. Um, Cause it's not always just, Oh, an internal session. Every time you come in, there's a lot more to it. Yeah. I remember doing stretches and all sorts of other things based on what she yeah. found with, you know, how my body works. So what would, if, if someone wasn't comfortable with the internal assessment um, you know, you would kind of said you could see how their hips and pelvis like uh, move. Um, what else do you look for? with someone who doesn't, isn't comfortable with the internal exam. There's so much to focus on externally as well. So definitely like what you said, we want to make sure that the hips and pelvis are even, that the leg length is even, that there's no rotations in the back. So we can work on getting everything nice and aligned because the pelvic floor muscles sit in the base of your pelvis and kind of hold everything together. If your pelvis is a little bit of twisted or your back is twisted, that's going to affect the tightness of the pelvic floor. So there's so many outside things that we can do first. So we would just look at their back, look at their pelvis. We would work on different stretching techniques. We would take a look more at the groin muscles. We would instruct just in some self-relaxation techniques, some guided meditation. And then, I mean, there's just so many different uh, types of exercises and then a lot of education as well. So, I mean, typically I would say that on the first visit 
it's pretty rare for us to do yeah. an internal exam because there's so much just to talk about and so much get to know your body to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think functionally too, as someone's having leakage with jump rope or jumping jacks, we can definitely assess that, like the performance of it. Cause that sometimes makes a difference too. If, Hey, if you're doing jump rope and you keep jumping backwards, actually kind of shuts off that interior wall of the pelvic floor. So some of those more functional things we can definitely, that's external and it's fun to kind of work through with patients depending on kind of their status of activity too. And if we're seeing women postpartum and they're doing breastfeeding, then there's often a lot to look at also in the mid back and neck and posture there as well. So there's so many things to address. So definitely don't let any like fears or concerns over an internal exam be what keeps you from coming to pelvic floor therapy. We're never going to do anything unless you are comfortable with it. I wanted to go back to when you were talking a little bit, Alyssa, about how you started pelvic floor physical therapy. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like you kind of noticed some stuff where were really in tune with your body, which is super great. We get a lot of women in like that too. Um, but a lot of people ask like, how can I make a visit? One option is definitely to see your doctor, your gynecologist and get a referral to come in to physical therapy. That's definitely like the easiest route to go for us. Um, But you're also welcome to just come into the clinic without a referral as well. Just walk in our doors and schedule a visit. Um, The state of Michigan allows us to see you then for either three weeks or 10 visits, whichever one comes first. And so then during that time period, if we feel like you're going to need more physical therapy, we can contact your doctor and get them to sign um, a referral or we often do a big, we, for every patient, we do a big write-up and send it to their doctor, just letting them know, hey, here's what we're seeing just to make sure that we're all on the same page. And as long as they sign that, that counts as a referral too. So that's definitely something that we can help uh, people with for making access to pelvic floor easier too. Yeah, definitely. And I would say more and more people, as like Katie said, are talking about it. So yes, like tell, spread the word that pelvic floor rehab is around um, and that it is really helpful. Um, I know a patient just came in the other day. She said, oh, I started following some, um, I think it was like an Instagram physical therapist, pelvic floor rehab. And I was like, that is awesome. I do. I'm not very good with social media. I'm glad people are out there spreading it on social media too, because Hey, it got it got her help and got her in our doors for us to continue to help her kind of hands-on and just one-on-one, which is so exciting. But um, yeah, definitely there's a big push to make that more the norm for females to get them in. So for our listeners in particular, who are probably either planning to get pregnant or pregnant or, you know, early postpartum, I would guess, what, what would you say would be your ideal time to see them? Ooh. I would say during pregnancy, whenever I know I've seen people with stages prenatal way at the beginning and they say, Hey, can you help me make like a plan throughout my pregnancy? And I'll see them once a week. I think that's someone I saw like kind of every two weeks just to kind of check in everything's going, um, checking alignment, exercises. um, And sometimes I have females who come right before they give birth too, because a pain be, can become a factor for sure. It's fun when someone's here earlier because you try to keep them from that pain level maybe later in pregnancy. And then postpartum, I would say really, I mean, six weeks out is a great time to come. I realize that time goes really fast when you just have a newborn. So we always say, Hey, when 
when you feel ready to, to commit to physical therapy, because obviously we'd love to have just the more than just, I think an email is great, but then the follow-up too, I think is just as important for people to attend. And I know I've had a patient who tried physical therapy, you know, public for rehab, maybe like four weeks postpartum and was just overwhelmed, really, really overwhelmed. And so she came back 10 weeks and it was, it was all good. But I think, um, yeah, it's fun to get six weeks out because then those muscles are ready to relearn what they're supposed to do. And we often say the six weeks because that's normally when your follow-up is post-birth. And so you'll have seen the OB and they can even give you a referral for pelvic floor physical therapy at that time. So that can be a great time, but it doesn't have to be six weeks. I've seen a lot of women who tell me, oh, I saw another pelvic floor therapist six weeks out and I just didn't have the bandwidth to to take care of myself and do this right now in the middle of trying to figure out how to be a parent too. And that's perfectly fine. Sometimes when we see women a year later or two years later or 10 years later, it doesn't matter. <laughs> There's something that we can do at any time. So yeah, honestly, it, it's, it's so important just how the woman feels and what works best for them and their life at the time. It's definitely, I mean, public floor rehab, you know, it's definitely needed. It's the symptoms of kind of a pelvic floor dysfunction are really, really common. Um, we know that 25% of even young women experience urinary incontinence. Um, just a few other stats here I just thought were mind-blowing as I was taking courses. Just one in seven American women ages 18 through 50 experience pelvic pain. Um, so that's, yeah, one in seven, it's like, ask your friends, ask your mom. I'm, you know, someone's bound to probably share that same experience, but just haven't, hasn't brought it up in conversation. Um, and more than 25 million people in the USA experience bladder leakage every day. Um, and just overall pelvic floor disorders, whether if that's prolapse or incontinence, um, affect one in five women in the United States. So these are definitely muscles that need more attention. Um, as you say, hey, if you don't use it, you lose it, you know, and with birthing and whatnot, that's some stretching of that pelvic floor. So to relearn how to use it, it's like, hey, if your bicep all of a sudden stretched like 100%, you'd probably need a little help knowing how to get that bicep back working again. So that's what we're here for, which is, it's fun. It's fun to partner with women and get them back to what they love, love doing back on their feet with their kids. Definitely in this next podcast, dig in a little bit more to the nitty gritty of what the public floor can do and kegels and stuff. Yeah, we definitely have more coming. Like I said, we'll talk more about the breathing with urinary incontinence issues. Um, And then we definitely want to talk more in depth about pain with sex and talk more in depth. We're going to do an entire separate podcast just on like postpartum concerns as well. So yeah, yeah, I'm excited to talk to you both a few more times. So anyone listening, we've got at least three more podcasts coming with these women. Um, so if anyone wants to reach out, um, now tell us if anyone's in the West Michigan area, how do they get a hold of you? But can anyone nationwide get a hold of you via Zoom? Ooh, or maybe not so, Zoom. You probably have um like a HIPAA. Do you have like a HIPAA? Yeah, so we do we do have telehealth um okay. with Hall Stepson right now, and I can double check, but when I've done telehealth sessions in the past, it has to remain in Michigan. So we can treat okay. anyone in Michigan, but they're you know, behind the scenes of why it's just Michigan. I do not know. I would have to talk to our HR, but um, as of right now, anywhere in Michigan, we can definitely do a telehealth 
session with, which I have done for a pelvic floor patient. Um, I saw her in person and then because of the virus, she said, hey, I'd love to do telehealth instead. And that's worked out great for her. Um, but otherwise, definitely going to HallStepsonPhysicalTherapy.com and you can take a look at all of our locations. We have about 19 different locations for general physical therapy. Um, we have about five, five or six now clinics that offer um, pelvic floor rehabilitation. And it's kind of noted right there with the location um, with the phone number when you click on it and whatnot. And for Katie and I, we're at that EGR location. We are here and yeah, give us a call. Um, and Lexi up front can definitely get just scheduled with one of us. Great. Well, thanks for joining us today. We will record again um, about urinary incontinence. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Ask the Doulas. For more information about Gold Coast Doulas, visit us on our website, goldcoastdoulas.com. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give us a five-star review. Thank you. Remember, these moments are golden.